And we're live. We're live. I mean, we're not. We're recording, but. Do we need to do that? Oh, yeah. Turn the camera on so we can be on the internet. You're listening to the Mailbox Money Podcast with Cody Burton. And Rebecca Scott. All right. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about creating space to do your passion when it doesn't make you money. Mm. Okay, cool. I'm down. I'm sure you are with a man of very many hobbies, <laughs> very many passions. No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I have a handful of hobbies myself for the first time in my life, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. I played soccer my entire life. I didn't have time for hobbies. Mm, okay. I worked out. That was my hobby. Worked out, ran, yeah. soccer, yeah. workout. Okay. Yep. That's That was it. Um, okay. So this one is super fun to me because... I love when you change your mindset about investing in the sense of investing so you can create a life that you want to live. Mm -hmm. So rather than just, oh, I'm investing in real estate so I can retire one day. No, no. It's way more intentional than that. And it's actually, I want to... I want to become a, a painter right now, but I know I can't live off of my paintings. So I'm going to get some cash flow. I'm going to get some investments going. Therefore, I can become a painter. When you switch it like that, it's intriguing. Mm -hmm. I love it. And that is the power of real estate versus other investments because you do have multiple ways of creating wealth. Yeah. Is it doesn't necessarily have to wait until retirement. Right. You know, I know we're both on the same page with this. We both love to travel. Travel and work don't always play well together, especially the travel we like to do because we like to camp, get outdoors, get kind of in the backwoods, away from self-service and Wi-Fi frequently. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> the less self-service I have, the better it is. <laughs> the more I have to pay to use my phone, I know I'm in a good spot. And sadly, people don't pay you to go camping. I know. <laughs> if only... Maybe we should not do a podcast about real estate and do a YouTube channel about van life. And then maybe we could. Yeah. See uh, our second channel coming soon. (laughs) (laughs) The funny thing is we both have these off, you know, out of control rigs that Mm -hmm. we can't. Like you have a massive rig. I got a sprinter van. Like we can actually do that if we really wanted. Absolutely. And again, real estate, you know, affords us the freedom to do that. You know, I personally like... I work at Atlas. I do real estate because I enjoy it. Yep. So, you know, it's a little different than not having fun with what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but having those real estate investments gives us the freedom to travel more. It has, you know, allowed us to buy a really nice RV. We have a 40-foot Class A, and it's huge. Yeah. And we travel around in it with us and the dogs, and we go see all sorts of places. Yep. And having real estate... And the way it's appreciated and the way it cash flows has allowed us that freedom to be able to hit the road and, you know, not have to worry about being tied down to a desk. Right. Exactly. I also think I actually had a conversation with one of the trainers at my gym the other day, and she is a phenomenal trainer. Mm -hmm. She loves it. You can just tell there's some people when you see those people, no matter in what industry, it's like you love your job. And you're good at it. And this is what you're supposed to be doing, right? And she's moving because she can't afford this lifestyle, you know? And it just makes you think. 
you're she is supposed to be a coach there's no doubt about it mm-hmm. she's supposed to be a coach a teacher of um physio in some sort so i had a conversation with her and i was like have you thought about buying a house because she's renting in low high which is a really expensive part of yeah. town and i'm like if you can afford a monthly payment in low high you can afford a mortgage that's yeah, just for true. sure um and she lives by herself so it's like can you think of a way for you to be able to buy a house live in that maybe somebody else maybe you have a roommate they pay you money and now you have all this money freed up and maybe it makes more sense for you to be a coach now mm-hmm. you know and she's just like no in my head my only option is to move back to california in with my parents yeah people don't see that freedom well, like, they don't even know it's an option well and that's the thing it's because we're not taught that's not presented as an option i mean real estate is rarely presented as an investment most of the time you hear investing you think stocks and you know i was just telling you about my client um a couple weeks ago i think it may have been on another podcast we were recording um that was telling her friend about they were going to get into investing they were going to buy their first duplex and he told her oh no you have to you know that's for millionaires and people that have already made it and they just you know hide their money in real estate it's not a viable thing right and that just woke me up i think because i've been around real estate people so long now yeah it's like oh no there's a lot of people that still don't get it and they don't get how it gives you that freedom Mm. and so you know i think talking about like you said you're who you were talking to is supposed to be a coach that's like obviously what they're meant to do um it makes me think of a quote um in one of oprah's books and it's escaping me to which one um but where she's having a conversation with her hairdresser and she talks about she's asking like you know how do you like doing hair you've been doing my hair for 10 years and you had been doing hair for 10 years before that um you know what why have you done this so long? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're good at it, but what's, what's your motivator? Sure. Um, and the hairdresser responded with, no, I don't, I don't do hair. I create beauty, and I oh. add more beauty to the world. And I love that That's quote. Incredible. I go back to it regularly. Mm. Um, but there is also a side to me that says, well, not everybody's Oprah's hairdresser. And not everybody makes a ton of money being a hairdresser so you know if you believe it's your calling to be a hairdresser but you want to supplement your income and live maybe a nicer lifestyle than most hairdressers do you know real estate presents that option to you or maybe it (laughs) supplements your income so much that you it allows you to be a hairdresser for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. you know not everybody strives to one, not everybody strives for excellence. Two, not everybody, you know, aspires to have the big house and this and whatever. Happiness comes in all different shapes and sizes. And so maybe real estate just allows you to continue to be a really good hairdresser in whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe it it provides you security so you don't feel like you have to quit. When things get really expensive, you can stay doing what you love and it doesn't force you know it doesn't force you to be something more or to switch um careers or anything like that yeah you know? yeah you can stick with what you enjoy right without having to go back and worry about finances because sometimes our passions and what we're put on this planet to do 
unfortunately doesn't make money. Mm-hmm. That doesn't, you know, so many people, this whole, I don't know. I just feel like there's all these YouTubers and Instagrammers that are like, create the life you want to live, make money so you can do it, blah, blah, blah. And like do all this stuff. And it's like, well, here's the deal. A lot of times what we want doesn't give us money mm-hmm. and that's okay. And some, not everybody wants money. That's also okay. But what everybody does want is financial freedom. Yeah. What security. everybody does want is security. And so if you can get that through real estate, let it. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of success when it comes to that. Because if you want to live a very simple, you know, um, small, just happy life, you have that right and you can do that. And real estate can actually help you do that. Yeah. It can alleviate the stress because if for this hairdresser example, maybe it's really stressful being a hairdresser in the sense of it's your paycheck to paycheck or you feel like you can't go on vacation because when you're not on vacation, you're not making money. Right. Or you have to accept that difficult client because you need your chair fall. Right. Yeah. Maybe you buy a house and then you buy a second house and now you've got 500 bucks coming in each month and you're like, okay, I feel comfortable with this. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's all you do. Right. Yeah. Comfort is not a bad thing. No, not at all. And so when you have these passions that don't make you money, but you know, you're supposed to be doing them double down on it, but let real estate help you continue that. Mm-hmm. So you don't get pushed out of that job. So you don't stress out about money. So you, you know, you don't, have these these underlying stressors that push you out of the industry yeah absolutely i mean one of my favorite jobs i've ever had i got shortly out of college i had a full-time job and i hung out a lot at this craft brewery or not a craft brewery sorry craft beer bar Mm. so they didn't make any beer on site but they had 80 taps all craft beer and their big thing was they didn't have any repeats so it was not only 80 unique beers, it was 80 unique breweries oh, from all over the country. Cool. Very cool spot. And I ended up getting a job with them literally because I hung out there so much. Like Amazing. I ended up being friends with the bartenders. I ended up making friends with the owner. And she had to hire somebody very part-time and was looking for somebody like me that had a job, but was willing to work but wasn't going to be like I need 20 hours every week or I need 15 hours every week it was kind of just very flexible Mm. and so I started on there I absolutely loved it super cool crowd like not your typical like rowdy bar scene Mm -hmm. like this was quite a few years ago but they had like a whole wall full of board games before every brewery had a whole wall full of board games and people would come in and play games and have beer and you know, it was casual enough, like, if somebody, if it was a four-player game and they had three people, like, you, as, you know, bartender, you'd go play with them. And sure. in between serving drinks, you'd play your turn. It was a good time. Yeah. Um, but I got the job because I hung out there a lot, and that didn't stop after I worked there. And so I would run up a tab, and I just had it come out of what I was getting paid. Great. One paycheck, I got a dollar eighty-three. <laughs> And that number is burned into my brain because I had a moment of like, oh, at least I didn't owe money. (laughs) One more beer, though, would have set you over. Right, one more beer. I mean, the average beer at this place, I think, was like nine bucks. So, like, really, one beer I could have owed 
eight, you know, eight dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I ended up leaving the job though because you I wasn't were, making, any, making money any money out of it. <laughs> and my main job, you know, right out of college job, I wasn't making a ton of money at that either. So I had I picked up a second job that actually made money. And so that's that's a great example. Like I think if if I still lived in Jacksonville, if at the time I had had income where I wasn't worried about the money of it, I would probably still be doing that because mm. it was just such a fun place to work. It was one of the few places I've ever worked that didn't feel like work. Like mm. it just felt like Casual. I was meant to be there. It was yeah. having a good time. Yeah. It served people drinks. Lovely. And imagine if you decided this is where I want to stay mm -hmm. because I love it. I have a great quality of life. But then the realistic part of this is like, oh, you also have to pay bills. <laughs> and $1.83 doesn't go very far. It does not go very far, <laughs> even in Jacksonville, Florida. Even in 1910. <laughs> yeah, precisely. Um, yeah, and so you do have to sit down and say, okay, I love this so much. This is a passion of mine. Maybe one day I'll be able to do this again or replicate this mm -hmm. for somebody else or whatever that case may be. But I do have to pay my bills. And maybe I can get enough real estate, get enough cash flow, set myself up for success enough to where I can go hang out at the bar and make a buck every other week, you know? <laughs> um, and that's great. Mm -hmm. Not everybody aspires to have this luxurious lifestyle. Um, in fact, a lot of people want a really simple life and be really happy with that. But having stability along the way, knowing that you can use real estate to help you achieve that is powerful. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think whether it's working in a bar or being a coach, or being a hairdresser, you know, there's so many things that can be really fun jobs, but maybe don't pay super well. Mm -hmm. And that can be fine if you can get enough to have that financial freedom yeah. and that you can get through real estate. I have some friends who came from a lot of money and I'm talking a lot, a lot of money and they have swung so far on the other side of wanting money that they are, I mean, she's literally working four jobs to make it on her own, to accept not a dime and um, because she doesn't want it. Yeah. You know, and it's just so interesting how this is a tangent, but it's just so interesting how we are raised. Those mindsets, we have to rewrite the script. And sometimes we do swing too far. Um, I didn't come from money. I didn't know how to use money. I had zero financial literacy. Mm -hmm. I had to learn that. And I had to be okay with knowing that money is not the root of all evil. The yeah. love of money is the root of all evil. And so if we want a simple life that is not luxurious and that allows us, but gives us the freedom to do the passions that we want and to mm -hmm. pursue different things and different avenues, well, let's have some stability. So yeah. I feel confident in making that risk or that transaction because it's all about the calculated risks, mm -hmm. right? And the risk reward. And this isn't just about life. This is about real estate as well. Let's make calculated risks and let's make sure that the reward outweighs the risk. Absolutely. And that's when it gets fun analyzing deals because some deals that we do, they're risky. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, yeah. They're risky, but the upside of it and where that person, that client is in their phase of life and that that financial situation that they're currently in, it's not even that big of a risk to them, but it might be a huge risk for me mm-hmm. or vice versa or whatever the case may be. So analyzing that risk reward is just so important in these situations, but real estate can give you that stability. So you have the confidence to go out, risk it all and quit your, quit your desk job or your nine to five and pursue a passion, start a business. You know, mm-hmm. it's a lot less scary when you know for a fact you have income coming in from other areas of your life. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine how many more people would go out and try to start a business if they had that stability? Yeah. I remember the last um, political, the last election Mm -hmm. during the primaries, um, there was the one guy that wanted to do like the universal basic income thing. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons he used to justify it or reasons like proponents are talking about is... I forget the exact statistics, but thousands more businesses would be created every year if people knew they just had another $1,000 a month Mm. coming in because that $1,000 a month is enough to provide a lot of people in this country with that security and stability. Mm. I don't think that's ever coming from the government. Yeah. But it's not that hard to come up with $1,000 a month if you're willing to give it some time buy a few investments, yeah. do some house hacking, be willing to move. Yeah. $1,000 a month is totally a- obtainable. Yeah. And then think about what that gives you the freedom to do. Absolutely. It's the possibilities are endless, mm-hmm. you know? Um I also love what happens when people imagine if some of the stresses of life and finances were lifted off of you. Mm-hmm. Imagine the creativity that comes from that. Because you're like, okay, now my focus is no longer on where my next paycheck is coming from. Now it's, okay, what makes me happy? Yeah. What is fun to me? What's entertaining? What do I want out of my life? How do I make it meaningful? And I got there because of real estate. It allowed me to have these conversations with myself, with my spouse, whatever it may be. And then you can really open up and that's when life starts. Mm Mm-hmm. That's when life starts when you when you realize, okay, this is really exciting to me. This is also really exciting to me. Let's figure out how to make money from this. You know, let's create this this idea that I have into a business. If I fail, who cares? That's part of life, yeah. and that's part of being successful. Um, is failing. Yeah, but failing with a safety net. Yes. Game changer. Absolutely. It not only allows you to try things maybe you couldn't otherwise it frees you up to be able to focus like using the example of starting a business mm-hmm. it frees you up to focus on the business itself yep. and not focus on like oh my god this is every little penny and you know we need to eat ramen noodles right. and you're right gives you that creativity to try new things gives you that freedom to focus on your business and running the business not just the money right um, and allows you to grow faster, I think. Yeah. Think about it. If we did not own real estate ourselves and we were working at Atlas, we got this job here. Mm-hmm. And we were desperate and so hungry for clients because we didn't have another option. We have to close 30 deals in order to you know, keep our jobs and do all these things. Do you think we would have a podcast or be starting all of these things? <laughs> 
I mean, no. maybe not because we are so focused on what's right in front of us and we have to get our bonuses and our commissions and all of these things in order to pay our bills because that's that's where our lives are. it's like the maslow 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 Mas- pavlov pa- no not pavlov maslow's hierarchy of needs oh i thought we were going a different direction yeah yeah maslow's maslow. maslow's hierarchy of needs where it once the base your your shelter and you know food is secured well, now you move up to the next level, mm. right? Until you get to that altruistic level where now it's complete freedom. It's complete creativity and you get to play a little. Yeah. So. Yeah. Tying it in with the hierarchy of needs is interesting. I haven't thought about it that way, but you're definitely right. I mean, if we were always chasing that next deal, we probably wouldn't be doing this podcast. We wouldn't have time. Yeah. And we probably wouldn't be doing it for free. Absolutely Like. Not. Or even paying our own money to do it. Right. We wouldn't be able to. Yeah. You know, because that's, that's not in our budget. You know, we, we don't know where the next deal is going to come from. Right? right. And so constantly in that rat race and we're a slave to our job at that point, mm-hmm. which, you know, is fine at the beginning. And it, it's, I mean, that's personally, I, that's how I got started, yeah. you know? And I think that's how most people get started. It's fine so to start there. Yeah. Let's not stay there. Yeah, exactly. Let's work so we don't have mm-hmm. to be there forever. Yeah, I mean, we just crossed the threshold this year where our investments are generating more every month than I make working here. Great. I'm literally here because it's fun. And that's why we're doing this podcast because... It's fun. I think it's going to be great, but I'm also having a good time doing it. And it's a challenge, Mm -hmm. right? Something to learn, something new, yeah. Exactly. And so we are allowed those opportunities because real estate gives us time. It does not take away time. Real estate gives us time, it gives us freedom, and it gives us that flexibility to really hone in on what we want to do and what we're passionate about. And takes away stress. You know, I know I've said this before. A, a, real estate's easier to get into than the stock market as far as getting into it to the point that you can have dividends, that you can have that monthly cash flow and things like that. So it's easier, but it's also less stressful. Yeah. You know, we've both talked about this. When I've had decent amounts of money invested in the stock market, it's all I can do to go a day without checking it. Like I want to keep an eye on, oh my God, it went down 8% or oh my God, it went up 6%. Like I don't want that. That's mm-hmm. not what I want my investments to do for me. Yeah. I don't want to have to think about them so that mm-hmm. I can think about doing a podcast or where do we want to travel next or, you know, there's all these things we've never seen. Let's Let's use energy to like plan a trip. Yeah. And that's a better way to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Anything to reduce stress. Yeah. You know? Um, And it's just fun. Mm -hmm. It's fun to be able, it's also hopeful. It gives you hope, right? Because you look at your life and you're like, okay, we're young people. Yeah. We are. And we have done it in the sense of we're not done yet, but we've done it enough to where we see and physically feel the stress relief. Absolutely. So many of my friends are stressed out trying to buy a home and they're like, how can I buy a home when they're, when a three bedroom, two bath is $550,000? Well, guess what? I mean, I would probably be stressed about that too. If I was just kind of just now getting into a career mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. Right. And, and so we can kind of sit back and not on our high horse or, you know, we're not sitting, sitting in our gold throne but we can say okay 
we are just a couple steps from buying our first home. Mm-hmm. Several, but you know, we're we're removed from that, and yeah. that stress is no longer a stress in our lives. Yeah, and that is incredible. And it's not because we it was handed to us; it's because we worked hard and we invested early. Yeah, and time heals all in, <laughs> in um, investing, right? Absolutely, and that'll be another podcast yeah. for sure. And maybe not all. Time heals most. Time heals most. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're absolutely right. You know, I mean, and we've talked about like your coach, like the bartender, we've talked yeah. about jobs, mm-hmm. but I think too, having that extra income from real estate, having that security, that solid real estate investments provide, even if you have a good job, mm-hmm. can also free you up to do some hobbies mm-hmm. that are maybe expensive. You know, like I know I have a friend that is really into triathlons in Florida. Mm-hmm. She competes, you know, in the Ironman. She's mm-hmm. actually on a competitive level. Good for her. Great for her. Yeah, it's incredible. But it doesn't pay. Right. Like, she's not a pro athlete. Right. And so she spends, I mean, I think her bike cost more than my car. Oh, it And I have a pretty me. decent car. <laughs> Michael Scott, my husband, does triathlons. Mm-hmm. He has like a $6,000 bike. Yeah. That's insane. That and, is a used car. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, when you start to look at that, like, just to continue using her for an example. Yeah. You know, a $6,000 bike. I think hers is a, quite it's, a bit more than that. Oh, I'm sure it is. Um, they go ridiculously yeah. high. And then, like, all of the training time. And, you know, she mm-hmm. travels to the Ironmans all around the country. Yeah. She did Kona um, wow, the last, the last time they had it. That's which, really impressive. Yeah. Which I think was 2019, that must have been. Mm. Um, that's not cheap. I mean, she's probably spending... 10 fifteen thousand a year on travel maybe more yeah. um you know travel coaching equipment all this stuff yeah. and even if you have a good job it's hard to justify that sort of money on something even if you love it and so she owns a few rental properties and that gives her that cushion mm. where she can still save for investments she can still you know send her kids to good schools. She can still do all of the normal life things and then have this really expensive hobby. And so even if it's not like trading, you know, a job you love, but doesn't pay, but just even side hobbies, you know, like I love cars and that's not a cheap hobby at all. And so it's not something I can justify on what I get paid, but with what I get paid plus our investments, it's a lot more doable. The other thing about that, you something that you said triggered this is imagine if you had enough in real estate, you were making enough. Oh, when you said that this year is kind of the first year that your investments are eclipsing what you get paid mm-hmm. to do your job. Imagine now you have the opportunity to look at this job and say, one, I don't have to work here. No. You know what I have? And this is hypothetical, but I'm saying if you're let's say your boss was a horrible person and treated terrible you, our yeah, boss yeah absolute worst <laughs> treated you <laughs> just terribly, kidding yeah treated you <laughs> terribly well now you you have the freedom to leave mm-hmm. and with confidence you can say you know what i don't deserve this yeah. i can leave and i'm totally fine right so you also have this almost like a higher standard for yourself and you can act in confidence in your decisions and you can take control of your life rather than letting somebody else dictate how you feel, how you're treated, 
X, Y, Z, you know? Yeah. And I, it's funny, like perspective and how things change. Like I've always enjoyed working here. I love Atlas. I love the culture. The job's fun. It's also challenging. Yep. Um, but my thought was definitely like when this replaces my income, like we'll probably just go travel. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, like thinking one thing about the like what if or the mm-hmm. when that happens mm-hmm. versus getting there and being like, you know what? I think I'm going to stick around like at least for a couple more years because yeah. I'm having a good time. Yeah. And having that freedom to one day say, you know what? I'm not having a good time or like. Time for me to move on. Time for something new. Time for a different challenge. Yep. And not having to think about like, oh, well, let me make sure and this and that and like put all my ducks in a row and maybe next year or maybe six months from now. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's the kind of freedom that real estate buys. Yeah. And, you know, maybe I do this for a few more years and then I go back to that craft beer bar and I work there half the year for $1.83. Why not? <laughs> But you can, in theory, you actually could. And that's incredible. And that's the power of real estate. So it's not just, like I said, it's not just getting a bunch of money. That's not what this is. If you really put intention behind getting a bunch of money or what that money is going to do for you or how you're going to use it to better your life, to better other people's lives, um, whatever the case may be, what are you going to do with it once you get it? How is it going to make your life meaningful? Because if you give back and you double down on your investments and you start buying real estate the best way and, you know, you can, what is that going to do for your life? How will it improve it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you only have one life to live. Absolutely. It, it makes me think about so. Until you get reincarnated. <laughs> That's a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Not a different episode. That's a different podcast. <laughs> Um, but you know, it makes me think about what you just said, made me think about, uh, Mary Oliver, who is my Mm. favorite poet. Mm. She died a couple years ago, sadly. Um, but she had this quote, like, what are you going to do with your one wild and precious life? And a, I love that quote. I think about it regularly and it just does give you when you have that freedom from real estate, from that passive income, that question changes because it's not oh well I'm going to work to support my family and pay my bills it it be it it becomes a legitimate question what are you going to do because the world is open to you yeah it absolutely is and if you really boil it down that's the power of real estate yeah it can do it for you it allows you to make conscious decisions and take control of your future there are very few things in this world that allow you to do that yeah, you're absolutely right. A lot of people don't have that freedom yeah, because they don't know it's an option. Right. And you wonder how these people do it. This is how. Yeah. This is how. We show people how to do this all the time and give hope for people who don't come from money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? neither of us do. No, no. And so if we can do it, <laughs> if these two monkeys can do it, <laughs> anybody can. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, you're right. We're nothing special. We yeah. like, we don't come from money. We are not, um, Mensa members. Right. We are not like, but we've done it. And if mm-hmm. you're willing to put in some work and trust the process and let some it snowball, focus. yeah, you can absolutely do it too. Absolutely. 
this is not a typical podcast where it's not really focused on real estate, but rather the effects of real estate, yeah. right? And I think it's equally important to talk about these things because that's part of it. Mm-hmm. We can analyze deals till we're blue in the face, but if you don't have that mindset and if you're not bought in to your to the core, like your soul, it's not going to work. And maybe it will work, but it's not going to be what you want it to be. It's not going to change your life like it can. Yeah. You know, you'll just have a couple properties and you do the same thing that you always do. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. And you can build wealth that way. However, if you really dive in and let this change who you are, the life you want to live and make you have these conversations with yourself, man, that's beautiful. Yeah. Well said. I mean, I think if you come into this just focused on the money itself and not what that money can do for you, you'll maybe you'll make some money. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe you'll build some wealth, but sure. you're not going to allow it to help you reach your fullest potential. I agree. And I think that's why we wanted to record this episode because so many times, you know, it gets lost in, well, this is just people wanting to make like boatloads of money and, oh, woe is the rest of us. And that's not the case. It's what I would almost go as far to say, like, we don't want the money. We want the freedom. Absolutely. And the things the money brings with it and the ability like I just said, for the world to be open to you. I often tell people I don't sell real estate. I sell opportunities. Yeah, it's a great way to put it. Because I'll sell you a house, but that house is an opportunity. An opportunity for you to use that money to do something great. Whether that's for you and your family, or that's for somebody else, or whatever it is. Um, but it's an it's an opportunity. And it's options down the road, Mm -hmm. you know, when you come, when you face retirement or maybe somebody falls ill in your family, you now have options to say, okay, I'm going to sell this house and I'm going to pay for my kid to go to college. I'm going to pay for these medical bills. I'm going to pay. I'm just going to cash out and I'm going to retire and go travel. You know, you have all of these options now that you didn't have before Mm -hmm. when you don't have these flexibilities and these investments and these properties you have one option and you keep going until your retirement and maybe that's not even an option because your stock portfolio, the market crashes and now your stock portfolio is nothing. Yeah. Right. And so you just have to keep working until the stock market goes up. Yeah. I mean, and that, that happened with my grandma, you know, she had invested in the stock market. She had put a good chunk of money away, you know, done the whole, X percentage of every single paycheck for her whole career. Um, And she was targeting retiring in 2009. And you know what didn't happen? Retiring in 2009. She did not retire in 2009. Yeah. And it's worked out. She's retired now. But, you know, I just, to put myself in her shoes and think about, like, in 2007, think, oh, I'm two years away, 24 months. Yeah. I cannot wait. Yeah. And to have that be ripped out in front of you, yeah, that's tough. It's really tough. Whereas, you know, obviously the real estate market took a huge crash then too, but with the type of investments that we both own, very middle of the road, sure, it would have been some tough years, but it's not, it wouldn't have delayed anything. We would have just made less money yeah. in those couple of years. We wouldn't have lost money. We wouldn't, ha- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just that maybe we made a little bit less. Exactly. And that's it. That's the only difference. 
So on that note, <laughs> um, yeah, real estate, really what it boils down to is freedom. It's opportunity. It's not about the money. It's about what lifestyle you can provide for yourself with it. And let real estate affect your life. Let it change it. Let it give you opportunities. Let it give you options in what you want to do because we want to fuel your passions, whatever that may be, and do it with confidence and do it with ease. So that's the beauty of what happens when you do let real estate affect what you want to do and some of those decisions. And it can fuel your passion. It can fund your passion. 100%. So again, thank you for listening. Um, we're on the podcast here. We're also on YouTube. If you are watching on YouTube, we have a podcast. So all sorts of ways to interact. Uh, we also have Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all the social medias. So hit us up there. We love interacting and seeing who's listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye.